Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Almo. And I'm Molly Mulshine, and I have no idea what we're about to talk about for the next hour, hour and a half, two hours, who knows? Five hours, 10 hours, 20 hours, <laughs> 30 hours. No, but you know what's so fucking like genius about you even just saying that? What? So I was recording before we were speaking and before I was walking the dogs, I was doing my, you know, people buy recorded readings from me and we were going to do a reading for the patrons last week but then i was like fuck it we hate we don't care about you guys no we'll no we that. do but care we i'm just, cutting that we need happened? a lot of you we need more of you no okay wait well what no what happened was no what actually happened was and just like that sucked and we were like yeah we, we were gonna <laughs> we were gonna talk about it and then we we're like ah. there's nothing to talk about but okay this is bad radio give me okay the first thing so, you can think of that's interesting but the thing, well but the thing i was gonna say is I did a whole write-up for us about the astrology of like the week ahead. And I've been doing my recorded readings and the, like, I literally wrote down the sentence. What this week is all about is like sort of feeling that feeling of being blindfolded, but having enough faith that you're just going to take one step. You don't need to know what, what step B is. We're in step A blindfolded. And if we can just walk forward in step A from step A, we will get to step B without then, having to manage and control. But then we will get to Moscow and turn back. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> even that is on my list because can yeah. you not only talk about Moscow, but even the, mur so you're not up on, you're not as up on murder, uh, legal murder YouTube as I am, but yeah. I've been obsessed with the. I'm more into illegal murder YouTube. Right, right, hell yeah. <laughs> but but the Idaho murder case is in Moscow, Idaho. Now we have this drama going on in Moscow, Russia. Moscow, All Moscow. I mean, Moscow, Moscow. All of the synchronicities. They're just, they're just, it's perfection. It's all perfect. Now, I did want to talk to you about the coup, though, real quick. So be, specifically because you're married to a European I yes. feel like, and you're a journalist, I feel like you're going to have more salient information. I was trying- I, I, I think the, the, thing, the thing that makes it most salient is being married to a straight man, honestly. <laughs> because I think Elon Musk actually tweeted this really funny meme. And usually I'm not really thinking he's funny, but it was like, how do boys, how do you sleep at night? And it was like, girls sleep like this. And it was a picture of a girl sleeping. And then it was like, boys don't sleep. They're monitoring the situation in Moscow. <laughs> it was really funny. Okay, Elon. Because everyone, because every guy was obsessed with it. Like I went out with my friend, Amanda, her boyfriend obviously is a straight man. My other friend, Brittany, her husband, like all of us were just like, yeah, they're upset. This is the only thing they can talk about. I woke well, up. The only Saturday reason that I was even on top of it is because of the story that I, when I saw your story, I was like, wait, what? So, yeah, please tell us. Why, yeah, how did I that woke, story even come about? I woke up Saturday morning to Nick literally 
staring at my face like it was Christmas morning and he he was like my child wanting to open uh-huh. gifts from Santa or something. And he, I, he was like, I've been waiting for you to wake up. I have such good news. And I was like, what? Like, I thought we got an offer on the house or something. And he was like, what? they're overthrowing Putin. And I was like, <laughs> what? And I was freaking out. But then and we were just, you know, he was glued to BBC News all day. I was like watching TikToks next to him. And um, yeah, Prigozhin, he got pretty far and then he turned back. I don't understand why he turned back. We're okay, never so that's what I was be... sort of looking for. I was sort of looking to know if you from the other side of the news desk and then past life, like had any sort of sense like so like in a sentence, like, can you tell the ignorant listeners, myself included, like what happened? So I don't really know, but essentially I saw a tweet that summed it up really well. It's basically like if during January 6th, the Proud Boys turned against Trump and started to win. Because this this battalion, the Wagner battalion, is like a sort of like a very right wing. I think they're sort of Nazi adjacent. Like they're like the thing about it was even while the coup looked like because the coup was the coup was cooing. It was working. It was pretty cool. It was yeah, like they were making progress and it just looked like they were going to overthrow the government. Putin fled in a, like a private jet. Like it just looked like this guy, Prigozhin, was gonna, you know, conquer. And but then the thing that everyone was talking about was like, guys, fuck, fuck, fuck. This is like if Ron DeSantis led a coup against Trump, like this guy is not really necessarily better than Putin. He might even. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, yeah. It's someone who's even further, possibly even further to the right than Putin, overthrowing Putin just because of wanting to be in charge kind of thing. So, um, okay, again, imagination land. What do you like to think happened? Oh, well, I think probably someone said to him, we will give you a bunch of oligarch money if you turn around and leave. Say no more. I'm out of here. Right. Like, I mean, <laughs> all good. Yeah. Let's, obviously, let's his heart head home, fellas. <laughs> I know. Obviously, his heart wasn't in it to begin with. Like, <laughs> it's it's just so crazy that he was so it, it kind of it kind of makes me think Russia is a little more cooable than we thought, because this guy made some serious progress. And it seems like he might have been half assing it because he didn't even give enough <laughs> of a shit to finish the job. Right. So because it was like, from what I understand, it was kind of like, you know, when the people awoke on whatever Saturday morning, like troops of a different kind, tanks of a different kind were rolling through the streets like it was that extreme. Right. I also think it's funny because like I've been taking care of tank. So I've also been taking care of a tank of a different kind, kind of fun. But it's like the doggy baby tank. He's my number one. But it's like, well, it's it's, they woke up and there was there was military that wasn't from the state in the streets and then it's weird because also it just seems like no one and I might be wrong but from what I could see and from what the the chatter was on Saturday no one was really putting up a fight like all the Russians were just like oh okay different tanks like they were just kind of you know what I mean? Like there wasn't tanks really, a like, tank a tanks a tank come on yeah they were there wasn't really like fighting in the streets it was just <laughs> kind of like all right. And then they said, like, Prigozhin, when he got to Moscow, he said, we're getting to a point where for me to continue this, blood will have to be shed and I don't want blood to be shed. And it's like, bro, so basically, he's like, I don't want blood to be shed. So, like, give me some big box and 
no blood will be shed. Right. Because I mean, yeah, he's he's like a crazed military general. Like, why would he now be like, we don't want blood to be shed? Why do you think the coup ended, Nick? You think Nick thinks he got paid off? I was going to say, Nick, what, you're welcome to join us on the mic. Just to have a little bit of an Irish accent on the pod could really do a lot for us. Let it's just so. Let, come on, come on, Nick. Come on. What happened with come the coup, on, straight babe, man? They want to hear it. Straight men, what happened with the coup? That, that's Australia, I guess. Just say it one one quick sentence about the coup so that they can hear it from a man. Audio porn. Yeah. Get, get closer. I reckon your man was either paid off or else he lost the support of the military, of like the regular Russian military. So. If he kept going, they could all been killed. And they kind of, I think he also sold out because he left all the Wagner fighters in Russia. Right. To apparently get pardoned when he was getting a private jet out of the country. So he kind of left everyone out to dry. And two hours before he surrendered, $64 million in cash was raided from his premises and gold ingots and was seized by the FSB. And then two hours later, he announced that they were stopping. Oh, so he was already rich. That no, Mike on the mic on the mic. He was a billionaire already, and then someone went to his house and took all his money. Oh, it was a re- the reverse happened. The FSB found like two minibuses in a truck full of cash and gold, and sixty-four million dollars. And whenever they seized that, then all of a sudden the advance from oh. Moscow stopped. You need to join Whoa. Telegram. Nick joined Nick joined the Russian like can I say uh, this will you get on a watch list Nick somehow found use a different to- name uh shtick no um <laughs> Vic 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 yeah he he went on telegram <laughs> somehow he found the Wagner group on telegram and was getting all these messages and he was like <laughs> translating them from russian and then like they would be read out on bbc news minutes later because nick was in like the real wagner telegram group. oh my god that's so funny Scorp- so what a scorpio what a fucking scorpio to actually go like beneath the surface and find the actual i can't stop saying right? wagner like he's the like he's the classical composer but- me too i was like what a badass name for yeah. a scary fucking nazi group to be wagner and then it's like you know what i mean like that's exactly what i was thinking but then they keep saying wagner i'm like no 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 it's it's wagner (laughs) call him wagner i know i know um speaking of which wait so wait wait just real quick to sum up first of all thank you so much nick i god i get it mary I know I was gonna say, do you have a brother? And I'm like, do you have a brother that's not gay and another one that's not married or another one? Okay, but. Yes, um, but even that one also has a long-term girlfriend. Ah, we got to get some Jews there in Ireland. But, but. Um, I know we do got to get some Jews in Ireland. I'm available. They, like you just let them not know. Met let enough know. Jewish people. They don't really, there's not that many Jewish people. I think you could go like state, stake your claim in, in the island and become the biggest star and then like introduce Ireland to the Jews. The only white men that I've ever dated or than I, and that I really consider dating, the only Irishman that I'm, I mean, the only white men that I'm truly attracted to, Irish. They, they're the hottest. They're the hottest. They're whites. the hottest white guys. For yeah. sure. For sure. By for sure. Far. For sure. For sure. By far. And they come, and if they're from Northern Ireland, like Nick, they come with free health care. 
okay, we're talking husband material. No. And also go meet him. Go you you go wingman from afar and I'll come out there and they'll be like, oh, so you're Sarah. They'll be like, yeah. I met you. And I'll be like, watch me fuck your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has been getting in on a lot of Scorpio moves lately. I have to say, Love he, that. like with the selling the house, I don't even know if I should say this, but it's so funny. Patreon. This is this the Patreon only episode? No, we need to put something up in real life. I know. We'll okay, save well, it for the Patreon. Okay. Okay. Listen to the Patreon. We will. We will put up a Patreon with the astrology that I had prepared from when we didn't want to talk about, and just like that, and with this Nick Scorpio story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that for Patreon. Coming anyway. soon. But you better join the Patreon in order to hear that shit. Shit, man. You got to get on there to hear the stories yes. and the astrology. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. So what yeah. does the astrology say about this Wagner situation? Well, it's overarching because I, I sort of wanted to, if you don't mind. Yeah. Keep put a pin in that. I want to talk about the sort of the rest of this list and then I'll tell you about how it all is the astrology because it is. But essentially the the first thing I want everyone to know astrologically as we go about this pod before I get into the nitty-gritty of the transits is that we're at the very end of the Scorpio eclipse nodal axis portal of time right so and i was writing down the dates before this because i wanted to if, if anybody wants to kind of look back at your at your cows wait can i go to the bathroom real quick oh yeah pee speaking of putin we did get some more information about harry's podcast ideas there also was some netflix news that came about over the weekend molly if you wouldn't mind could you just fill us in on the royal rumors that have swirled since we last spoke of Meghan and Harry's humiliating work week that was last week. Oh my God. I feel bad even like bringing it up. Again no, it's so painful. It's actually it's, so painful because it's so painful, but his podcast idea is so <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. It's just simply amazing. Okay. So Basically, Bloomberg, the news outlet, um, they do, you know, obviously it's very business centered. And I guess they have a podcast newsletter that is um, subscription only. So this the reporter, Ashley Carmen, God bless her soul. She got the intel on because remember, I don't know. This might not be exactly what what is his name from The Ringer? Bill Simmons. Bill, Bill Simmons. Simmons, the one who called them grifters last week. We don't know if this is what he was talking about, but he alluded to the fact that he was like, I have such a crazy story for someday. Like someday I'll get drunk and tell the story of Harry's podcast idea that I talked to him about on Zoom. And we ended up like yelling at each other or something. And everyone was thinking like, oh, my God, what was Harry? What could it have possibly been? Stupid podcast idea. So we don't know if this was the exact podcast idea that he was talking about, but it is breathtakingly stupid. So basically, <laughs> Prince from Bloomberg, Ashley Carmen, it says Prince Harry's podcast pitch interview Putin and Trump about their childhoods. L-O-L-O-L. It's 
it's perfection. So it Vla- says, Vladimir, tell me, what yeah. was it? What was it that? Well, I don't even know how to say it. Like, like, what was it that made you want to be a monstrous dictator originally? Right. Like, oh, what? what is the point of that? Like, yeah, I'm sure these people might have, and Mark Zuckerberg as well, have some formative experiences that turned them into the monstrous figures that they, not Zuckerberg so much, but. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Like Putin and Trump, I mean, yeah, there's probably trauma in their background, but like, to what it's end? working for them it's working for them they <laughs> are so thankful they're like some of the like you can go one way or the other with trauma one way or another you've been through trauma you're gonna get you or you're gonna get yourself and I, I bosh that but it's like you're either going to take it and run with it and let all of that survival instinct lead you into a future that may be successful but also highly destructive or you like go to therapy, you work with coaches, you work with healers, and you kind of get to the bottom of what it is that's keeping you in the way of being your highest, most loving self. So right. I don't think Putin or Trump opted into doing that more deeply feeling inner work um, on purpose. Uh, and I think everything they're doing is working for them. Right. For their if anything, I would love a Harry podcast where he was like Putin, Trump. What happened in your childhood that allowed you to just blindly move towards the pain and make it functional rather than do what I did and move towards the pain and explode my life? Now, that would be interesting, but it would mint a thousand school shooters like it's it's just like. It's advice for how to turn your trauma into right. like an evil empire instead right. of flailing, flailing podcast. Right. Well, that's like we were joking. Machine. We were texting where it's like, what is it like? Who would he interviewing Adolf Hitler? Like, so what is it about those people that right. really that bugged you initially? It's they like, must have done something like it. Right. Right. Kind of like you're like in doing this, you're kind of justifying the actions of these evil guys by saying like, well, there must have been some like maybe your mom was a bitch. And I'm sure it would have come back to that every time. Dude, literally like, it would have because that's just like humans. But again, just to imagine Harry like Vladimir, like what is it about? I can't even do the voice. But yeah, just imagine asking him like because because at the end of the day too, like both Trump and Putin just as two examples on his list. They're proud of themselves. So it wouldn't be one of those interviews where it's like, let's talk about the dark stuff. Right. He let's would talk about up- it. It would be, it would be like awesome way to take garbage and turn it into gold, my dude. It's like you uh. would end up fawning over them and doing propaganda. <laughs> yeah. It would be yeah. propaganda. And like the crazy thing also is that he thought he would get that access. Like he literally just, it it would be like, you know, as an editor, I've hosted a lot of pitch meetings and like, it's like an intern coming in and be like, what if I do a cover story where I interview Beyonce? 
And you're like, like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, oh my god, yeah, do that idea. Yeah, do you know her? Right, <laughs> like she's not gonna do it. And like, the, it, it's just so funny that he thought that Putin, who is a com- sort of like, I mean, what do Putin, Trump, and Harry have in common? They don't like press freedom. So it's like, wow, they right, they would end up having an actually productive conversation about something that might hurt the, the rest of the world. Right. They would literally talk about <laughs> and how broadcast much, it. <laughs> how bad a free how bad free press is. And like they would it would just be them pumping each other up. Like he would yeah. not ask hard questions. Or if he did, he would completely accept bullshit answers. It's like Harry, what? It's just so funny. I I think the biggest tragedy of all though is that Spotify did not green light this. <laughs> well only for like I guess for comedy's sake but I exactly. do understand from a propaganda perspective I hadn't even thought of it that way I think it's probably better off for the world at large for us not to be getting into the the minds of these corrupt criminals in power in political power it's like Batman villains yeah straight up Batman villains like that's what it is yeah yeah, yeah. like it, everything about this past like basically week has been so cartoonishly dramatic and like like did you did you hear the trump i want i actually was trying to find an, a writing out of it you probably can do it faster i was thinking we should do a dramatic reading have you heard the trump like classified documents transcript that they've been playing that no. ends I'll, I'll put oh my god molly we should do it that's what i wanted to do today i wanted us to do a dramatic act out of the women that were secretly recording him while he's bragging about showing him, showing them these classified documents. But I won't even give anything away then. There are punchlines laced throughout. Accidental, of course. Oh, it's, well, I couldn't find it. Like, so what do I Google? I was trying to Google find the actual, like they were playing it on CNN all last night. I was thinking of maybe going to the CNN or MSNBC, obviously it's the only thing that plays here. Except sometimes document transcript. Oh, put it in the chat. You're so good. I was like searching for it and I LOL couldn't find it. But like, no, we should do a readout of it. It's so funny. It's so yeah. on character. And yeah, you could either play Trump or the ladies, whichever you prefer. And I do think we should do a dramatic readout. I think I can do a pretty good Trump impression. Okay, do beautiful. You know I want to say the last thing I want to say about the ha- Prince Harry thing. I It's, ooh. Hi. Someone's at the door. I have to get that or else he's going to keep Go barking. Go get it. The funniest thing I think about Harry thinking he could just get Putin on his podcast is it kind of implies to me that Harry thinks Putin is on the table for every other podcaster and they just choose not <laughs> to interview him. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like oh, Harry- oh, so you're so because I was thinking of it more like him being like, because I'm Harry, I can get the Putin. But you're like, no, this guy needs to do podcasts. He needs but to get he, his word out. <laughs> yeah. Like he must also think like. Well, he's Obama. doing him a favor. He's throwing him a bone like nobody wants to interview you, bad guy. Right. He's the like, media's Obama made you po- seem like a bad guy. <laughs> he's like, Obama has a podcast and he won't have Putin on. I'll be the person who gets Putin on. It's like like he's just sitting in Montecito being like, if we could only interview Putin on a podcast, it would clear up so much. Like as if as if no one else has thought of that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I think is just the most tragic part of it all. Well, it's like, it's like one interviews it's, Putin, first of all, because he's an evil despot propagandist. Right. And second of all, because he's not going to do a podcast. Right. He's Vladimir Putin. Like he has literally no need 
And if you know anything about the subjects that you are interviewing are, you should know that when it comes to the poot men, the thing that he cares about more than anything is controlling the narrative. He doesn't need someone to ask him questions to answer on the spot. He's going to just tell you what he wants you to know on his platform because he's the dictator of like the largest landmass on earth. Right. So now what were you, what were you going to say? What I was going to say is speaking of people not wanting to do the podcast, we also got news this week that Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. And I have an astrology. Oh my God. Astrology. (laughs) I have an astrology. (laughs) I would like, I, so right now I currently have the charts of Meghan Markle and Taylor Swift pulled up. Because I was curious when you and, and our brilliant fan of the pod or, or friend of the pod, Ava, were tweeting about it. One of my lone tweets of the past couple of years, I just said Astro in info. So then <laughs> you guys saw that, but please like it. It's all I put out there. Uh, and yours and the other tweet that still nobody has liked is everyone's seen the Titanic. So lol, 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 go like everything I tweeted. Oh, just basically I'll responses to Molly. It's just responses to Molly. And then my one, everyone's seen the Titanic tweet, which of course Randy's the only person that liked. Thank you, babe. Thank you, babe. So Taylor and Meg, as a journalist, because I'll tell you about the astrology, but as a journalist, what can you tell us about this now public? Is it snuff or is the snuff? Snub, snub. <laughs> I think you didn't. I think that your Titanic tweet is lacking context. How can it be lacking context? The Titan went down to see the Titanic. And we've all seen, it's like when you go to a museum, you're not like, oh, wow, wow, the, the Ming army really was short but armored up. It's like we've seen the pics. <laughs> you, you go because you're stoned. You go because you're with a kid. It's not like, now that I've seen the T-Rex bones in real life, I have a way better under. It's like we've seen the Titanic. Yeah. What are you going to see? Yeah. What are you going down there to see? It's and what it is. we saw it. What, what, you might as well just slap James Cameron's entire CGI staff in the face. Right. Right. Literally. It fuck costs- you. I risked my life to make you all a blockbuster that you're still quoting. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't enough. Yeah. You have to go see the raggedy ass rotting boat in person. Yeah. Ugh. It's a good point. Anyway. Megan and Taylor. Um, I just, I want to say, just for everyone, I held back so much. Just now, I really want to acknowledge my own restraint. I have a lot of thoughts about the Titan. We can save it for the Patreon. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, now that they're dead, it's a little day class A. Except, like, fuck that. It's not. And that's why we'll talk about it on the Patreon. I know, and my tweet was very day class A, but I could not resist. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, I couldn't resist it. I couldn't resist getting one last poke in. And that's why. Fuck. It's wrong with asshole. you people. And no, I no, no. Is a better person than me. No, you're not an asshole, and she's going to be because we <laughs> always are trying to just level up, level up. I am a I'm I am no, I sent you my mother's schedule for me yesterday so that you could understand me a little bit better because it's like, okay, I'm not perfect either, but like I have leveled up. Her, I my mother was like, here, I want to get organized. And she handed me the like the doggy schedule because her arm is now rebroken because she tried to lift one of the elderly dogs in in a in a in her own in a coup of her own to keep me home longer more. Yeah, and that was indeed, Freud would have a field day. Indeed. And Myra needs me still more than ever. And so okay, 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 no problemo. But she she wrote out to me like by hand 
like the dates that she was going to need me for in the month or two ahead. And when she handed it to me, I like, I didn't even laugh out loud because it's, it's so normal to me, but I was like, I have to send this to Molly. Like just so she understands a little bit more about where, where like, I have certain perfection things, but then I also don't because this, what did you think when I sent you that, that schedule that she gave me to get organized? It looked like the notebook <laughs> of the Unabomber, God rest his soul. Right. All caps, all caps. It was wild. <laughs> but what all were caps. You, what, anyway, Megan and Taylor, you're saying from a, from a, so what happened? So what did you find out about Megan and Taylor? Like, why do we know what, when did she reject her? Why did she reject her? Is it only coming out now just to sort of piggyback on the news that actually we've all rejected her? Yeah. I mean, the, the really, um, there's a couple weird things about this. For one thing, there are no details. There's like barely any details at all. I can't remember who broke the story, but it was basically just the fact that Taylor politely declined. Um, a Wall Street Journal got the scoop on this and they literally just were like, she, Taylor Swift declined to appear on the show. So the question is, why would they, why would someone leak this now? Like, why would um, right. it, especially on the heels of the much covered Maddie Healy, Taylor Swift scandal, where he is his racist jokes and racist remarks were being held against her. Actually, so, it was Adam and Nick's <laughs> remarks. Oh, it's so funny. But he dead, did also have dead. some as well. But all the stuff about Ice Space, Ice Spice literally was Nick Mullen talking. It was not it was not Maddie Healy talking. And he's getting thank you guys. It. For playing me out we're not the same brand you're right <laughs> and i and i'm so fucking proud of you assholes i love you yeah but anyway um so she's just coming off the heels of some very bad press about associating with a person who laughs at racism and now she is being reported as having snubbed megan markle which it's it's interesting to see how the tables have turned because a couple years ago, this would be something that'll and some people still did say like, oh, well, she's racist. That's why she didn't want to go on Megan's podcast. But like if this was a few years ago, they would have said that even louder. Like that would have been like the real refrain. Do you know what I mean? But like now that right, the tables yeah. have kind of turned against Megan, people aren't saying that kind of stuff anymore. What does an unlikable personality trump? like race class gender right i think it has now gotten to the point where <laughs> it has like she it was it was very the optics of her being rejected by the british royal family one of the whitest institutions in the world in world history and the british press the british tabloid press specifically like that all felt like very plausibly racially driven yeah but now that they are in the u.s it's like i think people are having a harder time trying to make that argument especially since harry has come out and said that he doesn't even think his family was racist he says no they were not racist he said that in two interviews none nothing that the family did he considers to be racist so like he sort of muddied the waters on that whole narrative and that whole defense of megan where now like it's not really the go-to anymore for for you for people to say like her being rejected is due to institutional racism even if it was in the beginning 
Does that mm-hmm. make sense? I feel like that's, yeah, that's exactly what that's. Yeah. I mean, that's why I even brought it up, but that's like exactly what I mean. Like, yeah, it's like it's like. Before they. Took their own stab at it. We gave both Harry and Megan and especially Megan as Americans, the most welcoming, unlimited benefit of a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And then we gave and- her everything she asked for. We gave her a huge con. You want to be media, baby? You are media. And it's like, oh, wait, you're uh, literally not. Andy Cohen made a statement, I guess, last week where he was just saying how hurtful it was when he listened back to the podcast episode. And she yeah. had spliced in her intro and her out where she was basically like, I think housewives are a detriment to society. But it's like, Megan, you should say that in the conversation with me, not only for me to actually continue a relationship where I, I trust you, but also just so we can actually have an interesting conversation. But it's like right. she, she totally saved all of her like real thoughts and opinions when they're talking about like the voiceover that she added in. I don't get the sense that it's just I get the sense that it's mostly her putting in her like after the fact, here's what I want you to know before and after you listen to this person speak for five seconds. Yeah, it was like interstitials very... or what she spliced in first and foremost. Yeah, it was pretty Bush League in terms of interview skills and creating a good product, but 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 like back to the Taylor and Megan thing, I think. Yeah, it so is why really, did Taylor say no? We don't know. We have no idea. I think it's because why every A-lister is kind of snubbing them now, because you can't beat the crown like all these people. I think that at the end of the day, Taylor Swift would rather get invited to Buckingham Palace when Kate Middleton becomes queen and rub elbows with her. Like, wow. think about who Taylor Swift is as a person. Like, she... She wants- loves British men. And she's establishment to a T. Like, yeah. she's not going to be No, no, like- she's establishment, like, to a T party. She literally is dying to be in London all day, every day. Yeah, and, like, hobnobbing with title... Oh, I guess people. tea party doesn't make sense. Hold on, cut that, because that's a off. Jo- that's the backwards joke. The reverse no, happened. Sense. No, that isn't tea party them coming to america no they always have tea parties here oh oh i was yeah. thinking about the tea party but right yeah, tea the boston party. tea party a high tea, yeah. tea high tea no like right, taylor she's swift- dying to be high tea as in taylor swift having tea in london yeah exactly like taylor swift is not the girl who's going to be like oh my god freedom fighters love that like she is the girl who's going to be like oh wait uh I'm not going to go with the people that are going against the crown because I want a picture with the queen one day. I want a picture with a queen. I don't care who it is. Like that that's Taylor's MO. She's not going to be like, yeah, let me endorse the runaway Royals. It's just, it's just Uh, who she is. So I don't think she like. Well, well, but even what you're saying, it's like, well, she is down to like, she is down for like rebel army shit. If, and when, she's involved and it's her re-recording her masters other than that right she's not into like or like saying like i'm voting for biden or whatever there was like something in miss americana now i barely remember but it was like a fight between her and her parents where she was like i'm letting people know i don't like trump or something like that like yeah and her daughter was like taylor we can't possibly and she's like i must Taylor's only rebelling if she's the sole beneficiary of the rebellion. Right. Like, right. That's why she's also the only 
the only artist on her record label. Right. She's not even using her record label to prop up new artists. It's right. literally just so that she can have more money. And not it's like, here to sure. help. Not here yeah. to help. Not here to help. More power to you. Whatever. Men have done it forever. Right. But it's just funny because she's not going to be like, oh, my God, what a great cause. Like, let's shake up the system. No. But I think the thing that's more interesting to me is not I mean, I think that's why she said no. I, can't I agree. Think yeah. Reason. I was just and, I wanted to know what you thought, because I. Yeah. I mean, the, the only the other thing that, that I think I was that she did listen to one episode and saw the people saw that Megan was doing the thing. It's almost like Borat. Like once people got the joke of Borat, they're like, I don't want to be on fucking Sasha Baron Cohen's prank show. It's like when you know that you're going to do an interview and then afterwards the interviewer is going to talk shit about you before it airs on that episode, you might not want to do it. Yeah, I don't even think she probably made it that far. I think she just was like, no, I'm a Kate girl. She's a yeah, Kate girl. Yeah. She's Look at her. A- Kate girl. She's a Kate she, girl. She wears Peter Pan collars into her 30s. She's a Kate ah, girl. Like, 100%. please. You know, she yeah. bought a house next to the Kennedys so that she could try to marry into the Kennedys via a freaking 17 year old or 18 year old. Like, it's like she. I is, love that move. I love that move. She wants to be royalty. She doesn't want to yeah. be fake royalty living in California. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. The thing that I think is really interesting is, first of all, the lack of backlash, because like I said, I think if this if this leaked a couple of years ago before Harry and Meghan's fall from grace in the U.S., it would have been backlash, backlash, especially coming on the heels of this Maddie Healy thing. So it is really interesting to me that no one really cares that much or no one's really like bringing race into it. But because I think like the race conversation has sort of left the building in a way when it comes to Harry and Meghan, which is really interesting. But the other thing I think is like the crux of this is who leaked it and why. Like, Mm. I want to know, because I think in that same Wall Street Journal piece, they spoke to a lot of former archetypes employees, which there's a lot of turnover at Archwell. So like there's a lot of employees to speak to. And I think like if it came from a former employee, it could have just been someone turning the knife, you know, someone who thought they were shitty bosses and didn't like them wanting to be like, oh, and by the way, they also got rejected by Taylor Swift. But the thing is, if someone if it was someone in Archwell who leaked it. Wouldn't they have leaked a long list of people who turned her down? Because that's the name of the game when you're doing program, when you're programming a podcast or or any sort of news show or anything. You get turned down a lot. It's not always personal. It's sometimes like purely scheduling. Like it's not the biggest deal in the world to get turned down. You're right, though. Somebody that actually had intel would be like, here are all of the people they reach out to, including Putin. Right. Who said we're not doing it. So then my question is, did someone from Taylor's camp turn it down because they realized, look, everyone's kicking Harry and Meghan while they're down right now. Let's make sure that before the next Will and Kate trip to the U.S., which there aren't any planned, but before the next Will and Kate trip to the U.S., we plan a flag in the Kate camp. Like, because Will and Kate... Oh, oh my God. You think that they that Taylor team... Team Taylor is doing long game, long term strategy to establish themselves as Kate and Will stands, even though this is actually like like almost like by not choosing Megan's podcast, they're choosing Will and Kate, whatever, come come what may. 
that she's she's thinking, look, we've all seen Charles's sausage fingers. Not everyone in the, <laughs> the men in that line don't have as much longevity as well, except Philip. Philip lived to be 99. But wait, 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 what do you think? I think sausage fingers means you are good at fingering. Ew. Tampon ew. I don't know. Charles is a sexual being. Yeah, but ew. ew. What do you think of sausage fingers? I think that it means you have high blood pressure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I think it's, it definitely belies a health problem. A little but, bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. I'm thinking Taylor is saying to herself, okay, that was uh, the coronation went by. There was a coronation concert. There was a Jubilee concert. Charles is not going to live forever. I am becoming currently I'm on a high as the voice of the millennial generation. I want to play at the Will and Kate coronation. So I'm going to start putting the ducks in a row now. I'm I'm subtly signaling to them that I am team them. I am not team Megan and Harry so that I get the invite later on. I love that. I, I agree. Think that's probably it. I agree completely. I want to just say this. When I saw you and Ava's tweet, let me just, I'm just going to share this with you real quick. We're talking about, yeah, we don't have any details. We don't have any details. No, we do not. But what we do have is astrology. So we have Taylor Swift in the middle. We have Meghan Markle on the outside. Okay. okay. So we're looking now, at their charts. We're looking at their charts. Now, Meghan Markle, we know, is a Cancer rising. Her Mars is also in Cancer, exactly conjunct Taylor's Moon, Jupiter, Ceres, Chiron. So, actually, based on this chart, 12th house Mars in Cancer, Megan doesn't even know how she triggered the shit out of Taylor Swift, but she did. I think Taylor, like Megan, you know, you remember when Megan freaked out because Mariah Carey called her a diva. I think Taylor shares a certain unself-awareness with Megan. And I think Megan's producer or whoever, well, no, Megan would have done a handwritten letter to ask Taylor because Taylor's important. But yeah, I think she would have done a handwritten letter that was like, hey, Taylor, we are working on a podcast episode about women who are perceived as sluts in the public eye mm. <laughs> or whatever whatever what do you think about that toots yeah like whatever whatever stereotype she was focusing on for that episode i think taylor probably took one look at it and was just like no i'm not coming yeah. to your slut episode i'm not gonna be the slut like or i'm not gonna be the bimbo or whatever one it was do you know what i mean so like i feel like well i think with taylor it's like yeah listen to like um any of my albums yeah especially I before i was 30 i know i'm i've known i've been the slut and i've written about it and maxed out on its on its potential but i also don't think she ever has been a slut i think i actually don't think she has been at all but i think she wants us to think that there's been that narrative about her where i actually yeah but i just think, think there has been my point is just that if if so okay i think it was a no from taylor no matter what because she's team will and kate and i think Megan probably triggered her on top of it by telling her specifically, I want you to be on XYZ episode about women who suck in this specific way. Right. And, that, and, and Taylor didn't like that. 
right? I agree completely. There, there are two other fascinating things about their astrology that I just think are worth noting as we learn about astrology together through celebrity. Megan's North Node, her Mercury, and her Sun are all in Leo. No shock there. Exactly conjunct Taylor's South Node in Leo. Oh, so Taylor so is like. Sorry, go ahead. They literally have opposite. Nick, come on, babe. At least say it on the mic. Oh, can you not hear that? No, but I love his voice. Oh, he's he's like Our voice jackhammering these Amazon packages. I know, but it was so loud. <laughs> I cannot hear, but you can't hear it. OK, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't hear it. You're Someone good. sent us these baby blankets and there's no note <gasps> with it or anything. I have no oh idea. My God. Who. It's for me. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it was on the registry. It has no note. But anyway, OK, yeah, I'm so, it was so for sorry. me. It was from me. And honestly, if it was from you and it was not for me, you need to join the Patreon and let us know that I just usurped your gift and the credit. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if anyone wants to have the T-Y-T-Y-T-Y. Of- T-Y-T-Y. Yeah, but OK. Um, OK, so they, they have opposite south nodes and north nodes. Exactly. And so they next- have the opposite goal in life. Well, it's not goal because no one actually wants to do their north node. Um- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, they have opposite growth. They have op- they're coming from where the other one's meant to be going on a soul evolution level. So like Megan has a North node in Leo with her son and her Mercury. So she actually is out here like Bambi, like wobbly on her feet trying to assert her stardom even though from deal or no deal to what is suits to fired by spotify this is all north node and leo shit which is like she is doing her purpose and her work but she would have been much happier being a south node in aquarius just actually kind of pretending to help the world at large via the Royal palace. But now it's like, no Meg, it's on you and your talent. And now there's all these reports. UTA almost signed her until they said that she was not talented. Okay. Well then for the record, it wasn't an almost catastrophe. It wasn't an almost a your deal. And they didn't almost sign her. If the conversation is that she's not talented. So let's just watch out with, well, let's use our language differently. I disagree. I think, I think, the lesson that should be taken away from this UTA thing, which people might not realize this story either. He, uh, after some, you have sex, you don't have a UTA. 
ew. <laughs> These pe- so the one of the head guys of UTA, a huge talent agency came out saying just because you're famous doesn't mean you're good at something like with Megan and podcasting. And then obviously Megan's people leaked that they were courting her heavily before she signed with what was it? WME. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just of think of course she goes- would choose the agency. Of course, the agency that aligns with her has me in the name. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just think this goes to show you that, like, I don't know, it's kind of like, OK, Megan and Harry, you thought. You thought the palace was dirty. You thought the British press was mean. Like you're in fucking Hollywood now, babes. They right. have they literally have no fucking clue. No morals, no niceness. It's just how much money you can make people. And if you don't sign the deal to make them money, they will tell the press how untalented you are a week later. It's that simple. It's like, I think both things are definitely true. I think they thought she was untalented and they thought she could be a cash cow. And now they're just, because they didn't sign her, they're coming out with the untalented bit. So it's just like, that's Hollywood. And yeah, I don't know. Well, it's, and the just- really painful thing here to me is that maybe I'm getting too deep into it, but it's like, What's really painful to me is like, like, you know, when somebody insults you, but it's not something that you're insecure about. So you're like, whatever, you know, or it's something that you've already heard so many times. Yeah, whatever. Like, whatever you know? Right. What I think is so painful about this is that. It's what Megan's afraid of, like. If Megan wasn't afraid of being untalented, she would have pumped out more episodes, even if they were bad especially because she was clearly not doing a lot of the work herself. Like all they really needed to do in order to not get fired was just put stuff out there. That's it. Even if it was bad, like, like the idols, a great example, dying to know your take on episode four, they are literally just trying to, I think it's so funny what they're doing and we could talk about it, but like, I still need to watch it. Oh, okay. Okay. We will we'll save that. I can't wait to discuss though. But I think that like, what's sad is like, if Megan had more confidence Again, North Node in Leo, she, even though she's a sun and Mercury in Leo, so she wants to express and speak and save the land and be on record for it. North Node in Leo means like, no, but you actually have to be like long game here for the, the surrender to childlike play and expression, which means you might get hurt sometimes. You might get, they might not, like, she should have just kept pumping out episodes, even if they gave us nothing but fodder to talk shit about. It would have been enough to keep the contract. The fact is, she also was like, these aren't good. I don't. Yeah. Otherwise, don't she think... would have made more. Yeah. But also, they did chart highly. Remember that? Like, yeah, but why they... didn't she make more? Because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's get, get back to the chart. Get back to the chart. OK, the other interesting piece here. So not only do they have an exact nodal reversal, so Megan's south node is in Aquarius. She's much more comfortable at the palace ruling at this like high level of systems and people. North node in Leo meant to actually learn to be the talent for real, for real herself. Her son and her Mercury are there. So she's being super supported by the cosmos. It's like, no, you're not just part of the government or the system. You're the speaker which she embraces, but no matter what your North node, we, we don't want, you are a Pisces rising with your North node in the first house. It is sort of a unique alignment, but even still, even though you are such a Pisces rising, you are hesitant. And actually we've watched you grow an enormous amount, but you are hesitant to actually fully lean in to how yeah. messy and intuitive and trolly and sloppy and, and no proof 
you know, no sources needed. You are. And we would know love it aren't you easy if, for us to do. We would love you if you did. We would love her if she did. She just stops short because it's her door. You guys all need to take a little bit of your foot off the gas. Your North Node is your life's work. It's why you're here. Your South Node is the ultimate of the ultimate of your comfort zone. So we never, Molly, why do you love spelling and editing and correcting Cause typos? Because I'm on your the South spectrum. Node's in, no, 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 no. Although I would like to do a research study side note, but it's because your South Node is in Virgo. Yeah. It's where my you're coming zone. from is the editor's kitchen table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for Megan, she's she actually, when she got hooked in with the monarchy, she was like, oh, great. I can be sort of like the face of this way bigger establishment than myself. But it's like fate would not have it that way. Actually, you're the talent. And now as she sort of dips her toe in pursuing that for real, for real this time around, she doesn't she doesn't really affect us positively. And then she like shuts it all down. And it's like, no, she's going to have to keep getting back up and trying again and putting herself out. Her her job is to be the talent. So, Megan, it's going to be OK. Hang in there. They're rebranding you. So great. Opposite of Taylor, who's coming from Leo. So it's like, of course, she was like 13 in her guitar, writing songs that were going to be hits that she's re-recording at 33 because oh they my- were that good and they want to own them. But you cannot own me. North Node and Aquarius, she actually is doing the work of, no, I am the star and I'm owning the business. She's actually meant to, North Node and Aquarius, become part of how the new system is developed. If that makes sense. I just recently watched one of her old songs, her old music videos, and it was so shocking to me how she put on a fake Southern accent. I know she used to have a Southern accent, but it's like, no matter what, you're from Pennsylvania. Babe. Yeah, girl, West Reading, PA. I'm looking at your birth chart right yeah. now. You are not from the South. And the no. song, it was so cringe. Which one? So, so, so cringe. But whatever. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous that you're talking about the song that I happen to. It is cringe, but it's my, one of my favorite songs from the first album. And I have been so validated I think it's by the, the one fact. where she's like. I'll tell your friends you're gay or something. Oh, no, that's not the one. LOL. I didn't even know. That's very funny. <laughs> uh, I didn't know I that existed. Find it. Oh, that's her features. Can't wait for you to watch the next idol, though. Must discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What else do we have on the docket besides? Okay. Them, uh, so what else? Oh, and the last thing I'll just say is Megan South Note is on Taylor's Venus. So there is something there's more going on here than we realize between the two of them. It may never come out. I mean, Megan's Mars is on. I mean, Taylor's Mars is on Meg's Lilith. I think here's what I, here's my, based on the astrology, I'm just coming up with this right now, but based on the astrology, here's my, here's my guess. When Megan got shot down by Taylor, that is when the episode stopped coming. I think that was actually like a based on the charts. I haven't looked at them before this, but based on what I'm seeing, Megan was shook that Taylor rejected her outright. And it sent her into a downward spiral. That's really interesting because I really yeah. think Very, and, like, not- I, and I didn't think of that beforehand and I have no idea what's going on actually with them based on the astrology. If I was doing a relationship reading, I would say that's what it is. I just think based on the nature of booking talent, 
there is like I think and this is not a knock on Megan. It's just a fact. The facts are facts. This is the way it works when you're trying to get A-listers to do shit. I think Megan's been rejected by way more people than Taylor. Yeah, but I looking at their charts, seeing how much I mean, Megan's son is on Taylor's moon. Megan's North Node is on Taylor's South Node and vice versa. There's so much connected alignment there. I would be it curious. Hurt. It hit yeah, different when it hit different. It she she really and what I imagine based on their charts is like maybe they had a few interactions that went like really well and Megan like clocked it as like, oh, she's an ally. And what we don't remember always all the time is that Taylor's a Sagittarius with a cancer moon. This bitch is a highly changeable. And so it doesn't matter if you like it, hit it off, sweetie, in real life one time at the award show or at the party, whatever. It doesn't mean the thing about Megan's chart is that aside from her south node in Aquarius, it's all extremely like personal, like interpersonal, like cancer rising. And then that bottom of the chart, Leo, everything. And then that moon in Libra, just trying to be like, we're good, right? <laughs> like the minute that someone that she really thinks we're, and when you have like you and I both have it and it actually happens to be on the exact degree of the next full moon. Uh, my moon is to the degree exactly on your son. So if huh. you were to reject me, it would feel different than someone else I was close to or liked or wanted to collaborate with rejecting me because when you have sun and moon synastry with someone, there's a real sense, or, or for the moon person, well, for both actually, it's not even just sun and moon because actually in Megan's case, it's her rising. So Megan's rising is on Taylor's moon. So she's like, here I am expressing what you really need and want, which is just a mommy that's going to stand by and stand for you and fight for you, kiddo. And Taylor's like, <laughs> like I don't need you. I'm yeah, because I, th I think the other thing that's at play is like, Megan is eight years older than Taylor. And like, so she also feels a little right. bit of like she um, thought that she was coming in with like I will I will coddle you baby bird yeah yeah which isn't real about her cancer risings are not nurturing don't get it twisted they 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 are and they appear to be but one of the biggest as we enter cancer season which we just have and then it's like yeah Taylor there's so much can't why do I always guess that the biggest cheaters on the shows when we guess the astrological charts of our cancers and i'm a yeah. cancer it's because cancers are not that innocent like yeah you guys are crabs you have pinchers for hands pinchers crabs victim complex need to be taken care of but also won't refuse to be and also want to take care of you but just so that like everyone feels safe because of you hypothetically like and and, I, and then there's good things about cancer too and i love cancer and join the patreon because i will do a full astrology reading for us for the next few months coming up because and especially because this next full moon is exactly on molly's sun and my moon <laughs> but oh. all i'm trying to say about cancer and taylor is there was something about the taylor the reason it's news is there was something about i i would guess that the taylor rejection may have been what paused the pod 
whether it's what they say it is or not for real for, like, like, like it, it messed with her momentum it, it absolutely it absolutely fucked with megan like it absolutely stopped her in her tracks where she was like wait taylor's not with me yeah 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 because she was like oh little sister she's younger than me yeah right. uh-huh. that makes sense it makes sense now next up on the docket that was on my list of things to discuss so you didn't re- so did you find the Trump transcript? I wanted to do a dramatic act out with you of this Trump. Uh, oh, no, I didn't know I was it's so fun. put it in the chat. We can read it. You can play Trump. I'll play the women. So they were recording him. It is. I, I watched it like 30 times last night because when with the elderly dogs, all you can do is sit there and run and MSNBC and not do anything like so sorry if readings are late. Sorry if things are late. I do think we'll we'll get into the astrology on the Patreon. But I don't like, know I, which one it is. I don't know what it is. I'll try to find it. Okay, so basically, the I'll, the gist of it was basically like there were all these recordings that that were leaked, but there was one in particular that they've been playing yesterday on MSNBC all day, and every commentator has their own like take on it. And I found it to be laugh out loud funny. the The punchline is, "Hey, can you get us some cokes?" <laughs> all of those Vanderpump rules act outs that they're doing I think it's on Kimmel where they're doing like John Hamm and John Slattery no it's all. on Watch What Happens Live we're, oh it's on, yeah that's right I'm sorry I'm sorry Andy I'm sorry Andy yeah gay erasure that is so funny to have everybody read it have those dramatic actors read it the yes. actual lines it's so good it's really good it's also speaking of which that was also in news News broke that this weekend, John Hamm married co-star someone Areola. And I (laughs) was like, and I was a huge Batman fan. And I'm like, Anne Areola? I don't remember her. I know. I was a huge Madman fan, too. Like, like it it should have said castmate, not co-star. It should have said an extra. (laughs) Yeah. From the finale. When she was 17, like she was 17. I don't know if she was 17. That's actually not true. I actually do need to check how old she is. She's way younger than him. But in the, did you see the, the picture I sent you where I, I got super triggered by this? OK, I was a huge Jennifer Westfelt fan and I was a huge fan of their relationship. She was okay? a, she was his longtime life partner and she was 18 like 18 years. She was a real person with a brain. She was a director. Cool as hell. You were asleep, but I was texting you throughout my journey of discovering all of this. So, like, I, I love apologize. When we do that to each other. It actually is sort of fun to be in different times. It's almost like morning story, nighttime story. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. So, so I saw the news that John Hamm got married to co-star Anna Ariola, and I was shook. Um, not to be real name. not to be confused with his other. Anna Osceola. Osceola. I can't read it. Other, I, I read it as Areola. Okay. Mm-hmm. But co-star. And so I'm like, so I said that to you immediately. I'm like, the fuck did this bitch play in Melon Men? So then I start going down the rabbit hole, right? But then I realize, oh, she played the receptionist at the at the meditation retreat that he ends on that where he writes the Coke commercial and the rest is history. Best se- best series finale ever, in my opinion. Quite good because he kind of well, you know what it is though. It's only good iykyk. Yeah, but but you have to know if you liked Mad Men, you have a certain level of 
cultural right. cachet that, yes, that would yes. help you understand, you know? Totally. And I hope would be the thing. But she's 17 years younger than him. He's 52. Okay. So how old was she in 2015? God, really this much math? 52 minus I'm sorry. 17. I'm just really triggered. I'm really Oh my God. She's our age, Sarah. She's 35. Okay, so she's not super young, but how old was she in 2015? We were we were younger. Was right? 35 in what was it? 2015. Madman only ended one year before Trump presidency. Yeah. Wait, that's hard for me to believe, but I guess so. No, Actually, that's one of those wait, things no, no, where no, it's no, like, did on, you know on. that Anne Frank and OJ Simpson are the same age or whatever? I'm, they're not. Yo, they're not. Yo, they're not. Yo, that's <laughs> exactly. No, but I know exactly. Right. It's like at the same time right that's so funny oh my god (laughs) (laughs) why did i write how old was 35 in 2015 it was 35 this doesn't make sense right in 2015 35 was still 35 how old was someone born in 1987 in 2015 if i was born in 1987 how old i mean how old were we in 2015 yeah i have no idea i have no idea we don't know i guess i was 26 all right, so she wasn't that young, but she was in her 20s. He was with Jennifer for 18 years. Now, I was extremely triggered. At, I'll give you just a little hint of my journey. If it's bad radio, you let me know. But okay. I was extremely triggered at first because I loved their relationship. I loved Westfeld. Then they did that show, Friends with Kids, which after I saw that he had been married to his co-star, the extra from the last episode of Mad Men, I rewatched a couple of episodes from Friends with Kids, which also was shot and released in 2015. So I'm like, wow, actually, what we're learning in retrospect is that there was this huge John Hamm storm going on in 2015, where he and Jennifer collaborated on a really successful show, Friends with Kids. I watched a bunch of interviews with the I've two never of heard them. Of it. Okay, so they made a she wrote. She she's cool. She's like us, except now I'm like, oh, we don't have that like Connecticut money to fall back on where she can sort of just do nothing now. <laughs> but um, she and John starred in, I believe that she wrote, produced and directed a show called Friends with Kids. And I watched a bunch of interviews with them from that time where they're talking about, you know, her writing of it and why it came up. And she was saying that we're this couple who doesn't have kids and all of our friends are having kids. And so it was interesting for me to explore the disconnect between like my, my my friends who had kids for these reasons, my friends who had kids for these reasons, our choice to not have kids for these reasons, X, Y, and Z. Um, Because my long-term partner wanted to scheme on a 25 year old on the side of the show. Well, that's what I thought at first. That's what I thought at first. But actually, in further research, actually, they broke up because so I was really angry at him for a while this week. Well, here's the, let me just say she before didn't you say want this, kids. Feels- he did. OK, OK, OK. That's okay. why they broke up because he was like, oh, this 25 year old is going to have my kids. OK, because, yeah, the thing I was reading said that he met Osceola the same year that he broke up with. Westfeld. So which it's originally like, bothered me to the when I was texting you, I am so fucking triggered. That's what I was referring to. I was like, wait, what? Why are you triggered? Because I am the perennial first wife of everybody. 
oh, now he's you. You watch interviews of him, Affleck, all the men. They're like my first marriage or long term relationship. Downey Jr. Just the only thing interesting about and just like that, I wore the dress again. Cute is that she's only being interviewed recently about her relationship with Robert Downey Jr. in the 90s. Sarah Jessica First Parker? wife syndrome. Yes, I've seen so much across my newsfeed all but about... But she cares totally... about her marriage. Nobody cares. Yeah, but... Everybody cares about the drama of the relationship that didn't work out. How I did you care. feel then? Oh, I don't care at all. Are you kidding me? I don't even care about it just like that. We didn't even do an episode. We can't you sound the episode. Like you care. Well, I care on behalf of the first long-term girlfriends of these of these like bullshit Hawkeyes, which is the role that I tend to play. Okay. Across the board. Lilith. It's Lilith shit. First wife shit. Yeah. So I was hurt. I was triggered because I was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Jennifer Westfelt and John Hamm were like a real, real couple, 20 years together, met in acting school, and they had okay careers, continued to push each other forward. He had a big hit with Mad Men. She then had enough money to make Kissing Jessica Stein because they were partners. But then in 2015, they made this really intimate show about the choice whether or not to have children. And then they break up. And then now we find out he's marrying the girl he met when they broke up at the location. The one thing I was the thing I was most triggered about was that the wedding took place at the location of the last Mad Men finale as if as if that's where they found. It's like, okay, that technically is where they found each other. But it's like, hey, you guys. Don't rub it in Jennifer. Okay, even if she didn't want kids and they broke up amicably, it's still painful after 20 years and and the creative collaborative partner to break up. Don't get married at the place that you met the girl that you're now marrying when we were still together. Yeah, but don't you think that if you are dating a pretty actor boy, you know that you're just renting, really? No, no, no. And it's one of my biggest issues, I think. Um, yeah, that sounds. It's one of the. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of the things that is that plagues me. You're in Actually, denial. Well, it's why. No, I'm not in denial. I'm now Polly in like twelve toxic relationships. But it's like with no, pretty boys, the most beautiful and the most talented. But this is what I'm right, telling you. Right. But 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 no, I relate to Jennifer Westfeld in this case so much. Where I'm like, okay, I don't know if I want kids, but I do know that I even as a even as a six from the tri-state suburban area <laughs> can land the tan, the 10 men. Now, of course, Randy got on the tonight show in three years record speed because I was his girl. Of course, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of my resume. I oftentimes feel is totally like if I was being honest, I would put all of my boyfriend's successes on my resume as well, because they are mine. Like I facilitated those, but, but I will not. And I won't. And I feel that way for Jennifer. You're trying to be mommy to pretty boys. That's not going to result in a successful long-term relationship. Unless they have mommy issues. (laughs) That's okay. So you just need to find your perfect. I mean, we're hanging in there. We hanging in there. But like, all I'm saying is he could now get an Emmy or two just to help the team. But Yeah. What I really realized is, okay, there's nothing for me to be upset about. 
They broke up because she wanted to break up because she doesn't want kids. I felt I silly think- for being so triggered by the whole thing. I but I just, so bothered. it's just so random. It's just so random that he married the not even pretty receptionist from the final episode. It's you literally- think a pretty boy like that with that big hanging dick and pop photos would be fucking around? No, he's just been dating the other girl he met. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's been fucking around. And I hope. it's the same. Wh- what you're Sarah. Sometimes I think you sometimes I think you've never met a straight man in your life. The things that you say. Why would the 52 year old TV star marry the receptionist. I don't know because that's what they do. It's right? what his character did in the show. Well, that's want- so disappointed. It's like, oh, so the downfall of Don Draper was actually the downfall of your you and your relationship like it's not the downfall of him. It's just yeah, maybe it's the it rebirth. Is- it's the death and rebirth of which is a natural it's thing. like it's like fucking Ariana and Tom Sandoval, you look at that guy and you know he's going to have a midlife crisis where he hooks up with a younger woman. Same thing with John Hamm. It's like, be real. Let's be realistic here. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with who Jennifer Westfeld is as a person. It has nothing to do with who Ariana is as a person. It has nothing to do with who Raquel or Ariola are as people. It is simply. <laughs> another Ariola. It's just what those kind of guys do. It's yeah, but, what yeah, but a pretty I, yeah, but no, guy no, no, does. No. No, I, 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 I do not agree. Yes, in general, not with John Hamm. And that's what I thought originally. And what I want to say is that's not what happened here, I don't think, because I think he really was with Jennifer. And I don't think that they reconnected in my deep research of this. I don't think they reconnected until years later, but they were like, remembered each other or whatever. And either way, John Hamm wants kids. So then I was like, okay, that's what this is about. He wants kids. Jennifer doesn't want kids. They do seem they did seem to end on amicable, ter- amicable terms. But before I f- realized that, I just was so angry. And that's my own shit. But yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. But but then it's also like just like a bummer. It's like, oh, so like as straight women, are we to marry duds? Like, how no, do we ensure just- that, we, we, you know, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, oh, so just if I'm attracted to beautiful, talented men, I should just know that there's an expiration date? Well, if they want to have kids and you don't, or if you well, have right. kids and they don't, then yeah. I mean, right. that just goes for every demographic. If if one person in the couple wants to and one doesn't, it's not going to work. If one person wants to live in a different country and the other one doesn't, it's not going to work. Like, so right, right. But but it's also like especially not going to work if it's like a pretty guy with endless options. And like, I just wonder. So I'm just so curious because like, is John Hamm working on anything now? Yeah, he's got something coming out with John Slattery, uh, Roger. That's why they've been doing press together. Oh, and that's why his wedding is news. I think his wedding is just news because he's hottie. But she's so random. I'm so embarrassed. I guess the other thing I'm triggered by is that I'm so embarrassed for her. Like he wants to don't call me the co-star. I was the I was an extra. Like don't call. Like how embarrassing that she's a failed actress. Like I die. He wants to be the flower and he wants to marry a gardener and it's like matt damon and like what these guys don't want to marry someone with equal Mm -hmm, star mm -hmm, power to them mm -hmm. they want to be the special one which i relate to it's not a only a guy thing like it's if you're the performative one in the relationship either you want someone who's going to match that or you want someone who's going to kind of cheerlead from the background and understand how to fill out a tax form you know that's how i think i ended up like 
not that I'm poly, but I think I ended up in this position and I'm not sure what my life will hold because it's like, I love to garden the most beautiful man flowers, but I'm also a flower that needs to be gardened. So there's always just going to have to be like a billionaire paraplegic 80 year old husband of mine that I got to attract to sort of keep the whole thing going. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my hinge profile. Yeah. I think that looking for an 80 something paraplegic lawyer, no arms, no legs, a huge trust fund. I will take care of you in your dying day. If I can take care of these dead dogs, I can take care of you, baby. And just to make, you know, keep this train going so I can keep watering the most beautiful flowers, even though I, in fact, am also a flower. Yeah, I think that works as long as you're upfront and honest. Great. That's my, right. you guys heard it here. Uh, that's what I'm interested in. So let me know if you know any um, grandfathers who could use a little bit of companionship on their deathbed. You did confirm that I was right. Kim made that statement like, actually, I'm a total prude in bed. I fucking told you. Oh, I know. I know. I know. That was like two weeks ago. Okay. But now she just came out with this. Oh, yeah. This leather mommy thing. This new leather mommy ad, which I think is just, I don't know. I guess we could talk about it on the Patreon. No, this is her MO. She looks like a sex doll with nothing going on behind the eyes. This is what she's always done. It's just interesting to me because the minute that I saw this image, I, I was actually, the first thing I thought was, oh, has she been watching The Idol? Mm, no, because she probably had to shoot this like over a month ago. Yeah, true, true, true. But anyway, okay, so we can talk about that later because I do want to know about your take from a filmmaking perspective on what they're doing now to kind of to try to rapidly wrap this up with a twist and it's LOL. I give him so much credit for hanging in the game, dying to see the first episodes that were shot and where this was dying to see first scripts of that first season, dying to. There's Everyone no way is. that it's what there's no way that this is what they meant. <laughs> Here's the thing about the astrology this week, right? We had a transit of Mars squaring Uranus. So there might have been like news or information or something just going not as planned or something they say it better something not going as planned the rest of this week is set to be cancer season fairly emotional and it's all building towards what we have next monday which is a full moon in capricorn who happens to be on molly's sun and on my moon to the exact degree cute oh my god but when is it what's the date monday the, the third date? july 3rd oh i wish it was a week later because that's when i'll be in the u.s no, I was going to ask you that. And then I, because I had a big idea. I have a big idea. Okay, well, whatever. The next week after and for Cancer New Moon, maybe. What you'll tell me later, but what dates are going to be? Let's hang out. I also yeah. have presents for you that I five finger bought from you and Casey that I need to <gasps> get off my hands. I stole many things and I've been holding them. And no, I, I don't even know. Can you see that? I'll show you later. But I have a pot. I, I boxed everything of who goes to what of all the things I stole and I'm over it now, but I need to get rid of it. And it's all for you guys. So anyway. I'm the Robin wow, Hood. Of, I'm, so I'm the fired. Robin, the Robin Hood of Marshalls. But so, um, <laughs> <laughs> just to prove I could. But what I'm trying to say is, Sunday, Monday, there was some something that, whether it was an internal experience or something that came at you from out of nowhere, Mars in Leo was exactly square Uranus in Taurus. Now, on Friday, right before this full moon. We have a Venus square, Uranus. So things that happen on Sunday, Monday are going to come up again on Friday, but not from the perspective of the masculine war fighting 
part of you. It's going to now be concerned with the things you value part of you. And then later this month, Venus is going to go retrograde and it's going to square Uranus three times before October. So there is a real deal rethinking of the way that we do our Leo lovemaking performance, sharing of feelings, sharing of play space and fun and creativity. Some upset that happened Monday, Sunday or Monday is going to come back around from the other perspective and show up on Friday. And then for the rest of the summer into the fall, we're going to be feeling this tension between what we thought love was and what we thought, like wherever Leo is in your chart, what you thought performance was, what you thought love was, what you thought you valued in the areas of your hair and your attraction and all things Leo. That is going through a mega rethink that may have you coming out of this summer in October. Not a very different person that's sort of dramatic, but but with very different, more clear, aligned awareness of what you actually. So many of us. When is that starting? Now. So it started, it basically kicked off. Sunday, Monday, I feel Mars square. I feel really good about my hair specifically since Sunday. First of all, your hair looks really good. And that shoot, you look like a literal real housewife. You look so hot pregnant. I'm overwhelmed. I'm thank you. It's literally the camera. Like I have to say so good. Everyone should do it. Everyone who gets like I have felt like a cow manatee. Like I, I literally have felt like a manatee since January a and manatee, like doing, a war doing, manatee, war yeah, manatee. Doing that shoot made me feel so incredible. You and looked it, amazing. Literally, like if you could read my morning pages from the last two days, it reflects exactly what you're saying. But I hope it's going to stick. I hope what you're saying. I hope that how I'm feeling right now doesn't like change. No, I don't think it's going to change. But what I do think could change just based on knowing your chart and especially because this This past week, we also had a Mars-Venus conjunction with Lilith all in Leo, where your Lilith is. What I think could change is not you actually taking this feeling. Your homework is to take this feeling and, I don't know, capture it, bottle it up, get get some memory recall. Because when Venus goes retrograde... Yeah, take pictures of it, post pictures of it. But the real thing that's changing when Venus goes retrograde is your... uh, So Venus officially goes retrograde on July 24th. Right now it's in the shadow phase. But before it goes retrograde, there will be a square to Uranus on Friday. So we're going to get a hint of like, like, okay, so what I would imagine for you is like maybe on Friday, like the way you feel now, the way you felt this weekend... You also get, maybe somebody hires you to be a, if you, maybe you post a picture on the grid and then you get hired, you get cast for something as a pregnant person on a show or something like a commercial, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, whoa. And as a result, from July 24th until September 5th, you're going to be rethinking all of the things 
things that you thought not only that you valued, but that made you valuable, especially with your Lilith there. Like the part of you that's like, like not that you shouldn't be beauty oriented or gorgeous oriented or thin oriented or whatever, but actually how oriented. Well, that's what kind of what I, I mean. I don't mean to like, yeah, I sort of killed the punchline there, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, like the part of you that thinks that you need to be X, Y, and Z in order to work, or, you know, you were, you were saying earlier, maybe it was Patreon only, but you're welcome listeners. Like you were like afraid, like, okay, now I'm gonna have a baby and now like my life's just fucking over. And it's like, no, maybe it's fucking not. Yeah. And yeah. You rethinking not in like a, I'm selling my, my children's souls to capitalism way, but, but in a way where you realize, wait a second, like my values have changed. The things I value have changed. And the way that, especially with Leo, the way that I have been well, with, with, especially with your Lilith there, the ways that I've been rejecting my own honest performative nature actually needs to be present. Norm core, dirtbag core is in. And I think part of what's so cool about you being pregnant with your Lilith and Leo during this Lilith and Leo transit with all of these Venus and Mars squares of Uranus is like brand new ways of thinking yeah. are being like downloaded into your psyche. And all of our psyches, and especially look at your chart, look at where Taurus is, look at where Leo is, because we're really rethinking the things that we thought we valued and the things that we thought we loved in the areas of our charts where there is Leo being affected by Taurus and going, wait a second, that's not sustainable. So there's going to be a whole rethink that happens late July into the fall, we're going to get a taste of it Friday. We sort of got a taste of it Monday. Like, so for you, it's almost like, and your baby's due in October. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so this, this Venus retrogrades over in October. If anything, this is like a, an invitation, I think, although every chart's different, it's almost like an invitation to really embrace the truth of well, pregnancy, but I think in this case, it's going to be more like I would imagine if I was just going to guess and I can cut all this now. I'm just telling you, Molly, but like. Postpartum. I don't depression aside, you're going to be like, I'm so fucking fat <laughs> and yeah. you're going to be like, I hate my body. This is so weird. My tits are near my knees. They're also a vending machine. They're I not going to totally... be near my knees until I'm done breastfeeding. Right, 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 right. They're going to be looking they... pretty good. Yeah, they're going to be looking actually dope as fuck. And OK, even that, though, you could go the other way. Where you're like, I want to keep the milk in whatever. So yeah. instead of Botox, we're keeping milk in titties. All this to say, though, that what's I look forward to seeing what's what comes out of post-delivery, you're still on a podcast. With st- you're still a star of a podcast with me. And there is a whole future of on-camera, on-stage, on-air work for you to do. And you have a child. And how, do, how have your ideas of beauty and of what you value and of what you are or are not comfortable sharing and with who and how, how have that, how have those things changed? Because they're going to change between late July and October. And yeah, your pregnancy is actually like a perfect sort of conduit. Conduit. It's like, it's like a beautiful externalization of what I think we're all going through internally. Oh my God. That's so cool. 
It I hope everyone cool. can use that info. I hope so. If not, worry not. Come to the Patreon where I will actually like be able to like break it down. I actually have notes that I wrote that are succinct, but now I'm trying to like succinct, succinct the notes. And then I'm like, I don't know if it makes sense. But um, yeah, this is a week of really letting out your feelings without making them mean that much so that you're sort of like an empty vessel. This full moon in Capricorn is going to be like, hey, take responsibility for the fact that whether you acknowledge it or it's perfect or not, you've been climbing up the motherfucking mountain. You're still climbing up the motherfucking mountain and you trust yourself. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't be doing what you do. So the other thing that I want to tease is that on the Patreon as well, Molly and I are going to be doing, I'm letting her know right now, as I let you all know, mm. a deep dive on the, sh so, so on July 18th, there's going to be a shift. The nodes will find, oh, there were two other things I did want to tell you, fuck. Thing number one, the nodes will shift into Aries and Libra in July. I do think that we should do a deep dive of just understanding the polarity, the, the difference between Aries and Libra, because we have Courtney Kardashian, Aries, Kim Kardashian, Libra as perfect solar case studies for these two energies. So that'd be kind of interesting. I think yeah. We do it. I also want to talk about something that you predicted. What? You predicted after the Will Smith slap at the beginning of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. You said, will this lead to more on stage? Yes. And as the North node and the South node tick, 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 towards the very right now the north and south node are at one degree scorpio taurus they're going to go to zero degrees by the full moon and then in july they're going to switch what this eclipse cycle brought us among other things is a renewed sense or maybe even a new sense you were right yeah people are just attacking people on stage now yeah it's crazy the guy threw the phone at bb rexa thought it'll be funny yeah that's awful and then Someone threw their ashes at Pink on stage. Their mom's oh, ashes. Ashes at Pink. She's like, I don't really know what to do with this. Also, somebody attacked Ava Max. Somebody threw Skittles and a water bottle at Harry Styles. Uh, I have a whole list. You were right. Yeah, this was an entryway. And the, we'll save it for the Patreon, but I have a lot of thoughts about that. But um, copycat yeah. crimes. Copycat crimes. But the difference between Scorpio and Taurus is that Scorpio is behind the scenes you would never necessarily know it's getting taken from under you drained from under you without your knowledge what the north node in taurus gave us is on stage physicalization of it's out in the open and it's only natural for us to be attacking each other vibes if that makes any sense yeah it's yeah, like yeah. we think like taurus is safety it is and it's not but taurus is physical and seen okay that's why Everyone... you're always how are the dictators all taurans it's like because they're doing their basic work publicly to be seen in a systematic way that happens to work in terms of genocide. This was a good chaotic episode. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs>
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.